Welcome to Indigo Sounds, a podcast from CNSC. I'm your host, David Stringer, and today on the pod we have Aaron Burke. Aaron has a new album out called Young Pier Jumpers. The new album's out on local label Comfort Monk out of Columbia. Aaron is actually in town for band practice tonight for some upcoming shows in January. That includes the 11th at the Royal American in Charleston, the 12th at New Brooklyn Tavern in Five Points in Columbia, and the 13th at the Radio Room, uh, otherwise known as the South Carolina Circuit or the Indy Rock Highway. I'm not sure. Aaron brought his guitar along with him and played us a couple of tunes, so make sure to stick around to the end for that. If you're listening to this before Thursday, December 14th, uh, we're having an event tonight from 5 to 8 o'clock at 1224 Sumter Street in Columbia. It's a really cool pop-up event with Vintage Store Refined and Cola Love and City Grit. We'll be there doing small bites, so it's going to be a really good time, really good atmosphere. And uh, have a little festive fun and time to gather with some friends and see some old faces. Well, I hope to see you out. Have fun with the lesson. Welcome to the pod. Welcome to the uh, to the uh, the laboratory, as yeah. I'm calling it. The lab. Yeah, I like it very much. It's cozy. Uh, it's very nice. Yeah. Thank so you. It's like hidden in my backyard. Yeah. Um, what's your setup like at home to write and maybe do some demos? Um, at the moment, it's a bit of a uh, a work zone because <clears throat> we went to Ireland in April, and when we got back, our basement had flooded. Oh, no. Yeah. And... Uh, Nothing got damaged, but that's yeah. Half of it's our living room, and the other half is my studio. Okay, uh, practice space. Um, so we've kind of been dealing with waterproofing it. Yeah, and putting it back together until now. I mean, it's still going on, so I don't have anything set up right now. So you must have written this a good while ago. Yeah, I um, I finished it up. We moved to Piedmont, like I was telling you, about three years ago, uh-huh. and um, all the songs were written in that house in Piedmont, so three years okay. working on it, yeah. Uh, how was your trip to Ireland in April? It was How great. long were you there? Just a week. Um, I had to bring my daughter there, you know, um, but uh, Amy, my wife, was pregnant. Yeah. Then, too. Oh, really? So, yeah, usually when we go, um, we go for two weeks, but... I just wanted to get, but Amy was too pregnant. Amy yeah. was too pregnant to go for two full weeks. We said, we'll go for a week, and uh, just so Maeve, our, our oldest daughter, can go. You know the internet is divided on whether uh, you're from Scotland or Ireland. Yeah, I'm, uh, divi- I'm divided on it, too. You're divided on it, too. <laughs> yeah. So are you a uh, traditional, like, Scotch-Irish, or not from that? Uh... No, I was, I, was born, I was born in London. Okay. In South London, in Croydon. Not Londonderry. No, not, not no. We don't call it Londonderry. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, it, it depends on where you're from. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, uh, my my dad is from Croydon, from South London, but his parents are Irish. Okay. And my mother's from Ireland, and she moved to England when she was like seventeen. And uh, but then me and my mom moved back to Ireland when I was four. I lived there for two years. Lived in Scotland for 10 years. Okay. And now I've been in America for longer than I've been anywhere else. Wow. So, so you have a... Uh, the, it's an a interesting allegiance to the Queen. Yeah. Uh, I suppose. I, I would say. Well, I don't know. Is it Ireland or Northern Ireland or where? Uh, county Leitrim, yeah. County so Le- okay. The, the least populated county. Is that... Where is that? Uh, it's in Connacht, so it's the west. It's one of the okay. five Connacht counties, but it's... It shared, It does have a northern border. Uh huh. So it's like kind of. So north of Dublin. Yeah, north, west. So south of Northern Ireland. It's, it's like north, north it's of right Dublin. Be, it's kind of below Donegal. Okay. And yeah, yeah. Fermanagh. Yeah. yeah. So I just got back from there. Yeah, Dylan told me you were yeah. over there. What'd so I think? did. Uh, we did the whole west coast. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, the west coast. Um, and did the Wild Atlantic Way. So you went through Mayo. 
Yes. So I we fa- did County Cork. We did. We landed in Dublin, went straight down to Cork. Yeah. And then drove all over the coast, all the way out, all the crannies. So I, I've never been further south than Bray. You know Bray and Wicklow. Uh-huh. I there's a million. Okay. Well, there's I, a, I was my. I'm an expert at this point because when I got there, I read every Wikipedia. Yeah. On Ireland. Well, that's that all. I could do. And then my wife, Leslie, was, she was really disturbed by the amount of Wikipedia that I read. Yeah. So I have like a very base knowledge of everything. Yeah. But I don't remember anything. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. Wikipedia knowledge is all anyone has anymore. Yeah. Um, I have family in uh, Mayo. I have a lot of family in Mayo. And Ackle, did you go to Ackle? No. I, I honestly... I might have. I didn't. I refused to say any of the names of the cities because mm. I was so far off. Yeah. And then I would ask how to pronounce them when we were there, and I couldn't understand what they said. <laughs> and I would just say thank you and then move yeah. on. Thanks, Emil. Yeah. And then move on. Yeah. yeah. There was a tornado there today. Good grief! In, in, there was a flood when I was there in October. Yeah. Yeah. In in Leitrim, where, where most of my family is, uh, there was a tornado there today, uh, which is just the most fucking random thing. That's unheard of. I've never even heard of, of that. Uh, we joked that uh, we had to go to Ireland now because of global warming. Yeah. And then we were there. We were like, I guess we weren't really joking yeah. that much. Yeah. Because they were talking about hurricanes and flooding and all that stuff while we were there. Yeah. And I think the def- I mean, if anything, the rugged landscape can handle it there. Yeah. But I'm worried about the sheep. Yeah, well, I think the the definitions of hurricanes here and there yeah. must be a little bit different. Yeah, but, uh, they they, uh, they got the spongy soil to soak up all the rain. Though. Yeah, not yeah. that we don't really have it here. All the bogland. All the bogland. It might it might have had something to do with Shane McGowan dying. I don't know. Uh, man, they uh, the uh, he upset the rhythm of nature. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been able to stop listening to the Pogues and his solo stuff since he died. Yeah. Uh, I saw Glenn Hansard uh, perform at his funeral. Yeah. The whole crew. So yeah. That and was really nice. Nick Cave. Nick Cave. Uh, we went to um, one place we stayed. It was called Lessard. And in the early 90s, Nick Cave had a festival there. Yeah. And it was Patti Smith and Michael Stipe yeah. and all these other people. And it had changed hands a few times since then. Yeah. So it was like in, deep in the history of the place. Yeah. Uh, and we found the live CD on eBay, and it's been living in my car. Well, he like um, he set it up. He, he set it up. It's in the middle of nowhere. Uh, I mean, everything's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, but it's just a beautiful lake, um, little mountainside retreat. Mm. Not really mountain, but you know that's how it is. Yeah. Hilly retreat. Yeah. And uh, it's otherworldly. It's you think so? So beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Just the yeah. the amount of the nature there is. It's a mix of, um, like, northern tropical. Yeah. Because you still see these tiny tropical elements just from it being on the coast. Yeah. Um, but then rugged, it's like you're in the Appalachians at the same time. Well, Amy was uh, surprised by the lack of trees. By the lack of trees, yeah. Yeah, like in certain areas, <clears throat> I suppose more in the west, there's these hills and moors and stuff, but there's... Uh-huh. But you can see for a very long way because there's there's not many trees, you know. Yeah. And, and she thought that was the main like uh, visual difference between Interesting. there and here. Yeah. But there's a long history. There's a long history of reforestation and deforestation here because or there because uh, apparently they used to have moose and elk ten mm-hmm. ten thousand years ago, but they all died off because they couldn't get through. The trees were so dense. Ah, their antlers yeah. stopped them from getting through, which shows you how different it is now. Because now there's. I pop- bet the Romans uh, took care of a lot of that wood. Oh, but they never got there. Now they never got there. No, okay. They never got there, or to Scotland. That's why. Or to Scotland. So it's yeah, yeah. The Ant- Antonin Wall, the Hadrian Wall, and Antonin Wall okay. in, in the north of England is how how north they got. Yeah. Over there. So, uh, I listened to your album uh, a lot yesterday. And I'll be honest, it's a lot to take in and in sort of a beautiful way. So when I was listening through it yesterday, I couldn't decide whether I was going to listen to the guitar, the vocals, because I had to focus to comprehend the lyrics. I was trying to like 
grasp it. But, and then I went and read your lyrics today, and I was thinking there's no way I could grasp this in one listen. And uh, I just, I was finding so many, I almost think that you could have released it as a, like a poetry sort of book mm. and leave the music aside. Uh, it's just so well written um, from, from a penmanship side. And uh, I feel like it's very Irish um, to be long-winded. Yeah. And, uh, and you do and a really good job of that and not a, not a bad way. It just, you have a lot to say. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks very much. Um, yeah, a lot of these songs were kind of, uh, a lot of those lyrics kind of came out while I was writing, as I was writing in this kind of ecstatic kind of mm-hmm. uh, release. I don't really know. There was, did there you, was, have it, did there, you know what it was going to be? No. There wasn't a whole lot of editing or anything with the lyrics either. It was just... Uh, I would say, especially for the songs on the first half of the record, mm-hmm. the second half, I tried to throw a few songs in there that didn't have so many words. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's funny because the opening track is two lines. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then it, I guess more into the meat of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how I ended up getting so wordy. Like the early glass stuff is very uh, sparse lyrically and. Uh, reading James, I think reading James Joyce really poisoned my mind. It made me not want to be, uh, not want to be concise. Yeah, what well, you it, you don't need to be. There's it's um, it's hard to be concise, but it's it's also easier in music to be concise. Yeah, um, I think but that- you're not concise with your guitar playing either. Mm. Uh, it's very explorative. It's a very circular. I love the, I mean, that's sort of the beauty of nature and music is the circular sort of nature and the rhythms and patterns. But uh, you you expand on it so much mm. and um, layer it so well. Yeah. Um, do you write lyrics first and then with such with an eight minute piece? I I. I'm very it, interested in the writing process of that. Uh, it depends. Um, are you talking about from Troon to Um, Maybe. Eight, eight minute piece? Yeah, yeah. Um, that was the first song I wrote, wrote after Maeve was born, our oldest daughter. And there wasn't a whole lot of time to uh, work on music, but I'd managed to sneak in um, 30 minutes every evening I'd have two bottles of beer and 30 minutes of music and uh, Troon Delarm was the first song I wrote after she was born in those little 30 minute daily sessions Yeah, and it started off with uh, the, just that phrase from Troon Delarm and that little chord progression and um, that was the when we'd go from Scotland to Ireland that was the ferry trip we'd take. We'd go from Troon in Scotland to Larne in Northern Ireland and then drive down. But um It's just I, I love that you can interpret so much from your lyrics. You think in, you can? in different directions. I, like, I think I well I like I like everybody's that. gonna hear what they they're gonna hear the one line or two lines that they relate to sort of. Yeah. But uh for you I was having trouble wrapping my head around the whole thing because I'm trying to process so much on a listen. Well, this is, uh, my friend Alex said, this is, uh, this is like the nexus point on the album. Like this is, the first half of the album is above water and then the second half is underwater. Ah. And then Troon to Lauren is on water because it's a ferry. Incredible. It's it's also a, like a, map of how you would get from Larne to Leitrim. Tell me about Freedom to Run. It's, um, uh, it's sort of, I mean, it, it stands above the rest as um, more palatable. 
uh, to yeah. a to a broader audience, and it's uh, I don't know. It, it ended up becoming um, maybe more political than you might have originally written it to be. Oh yeah, maybe not. Maybe. Yeah. No. No. Um. Um. When I was starting to tinker around with the original ideas for these this album, uh, Freedom to Roam and Maternal Frills were two of the early songs. And I just wanted to make an album of uh, two chord power pop, teenage fan club, yeah, harmony, you know, rock and roll. Because, um, you know, Glass and uh, Corvine, the album before this, I think is kind of complex and, you know, stuff like that. But I also like very simple music. So yeah. I wanted to just write uh some rock and roll songs uh and uh that's only two chords for most of it three chords it gets a third chord there at the end but uh no it's not it's not political i just built a fence at my house Uh and it got me thinking about why you would build a fence do you like the fence no because it's not done uh dogs still get in oh no (laughs) they get in and not out yeah yeah, there's uh in our neighborhood there's like dogs. I th- I think they're friendly enough, but like, still, you know. Yeah. Uh, they get in. Um. Yeah, no, I so I, you, I wasn't you're stopping th- their freedom to run. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was trying to. Yeah, not successfully. I mean, I bought that those fence panels at a time where everyone was telling me lumber was high it was about two and a half years ago yeah and now the panels the fence is like double the price of what it was then even yeah so even yeah and i don't lumber has come down so i don't know what the story is but um if you figure it out let me know okay because nobody knows yeah <laughs> um yeah no there wasn't any political stuff about i mean i wasn't thinking about palestine when i was writing that song or anything but uh um it's more it's more about uh a lot of my lyrics are like Irish bulls or they're like uh almost like dialectic they mm-hmm. contradict themselves a lot you know what i mean so yeah. there's like freedom to roam or there's like i want my freedom to roam from away from me you know what i mean yeah so it's kind of uh it was meant to be about like owning up to your commitments and not leaving and staying my favorite thing that I heard um, while I was in Ireland was that they tell the same stories over and over and over. Yeah. They never tell them the same twice. Yeah. And I just thought that was the beautiful, most beautiful thing. Because it, if you think about it, you might think, oh, they might tell an exaggerated version. Yeah. But it's more that they'll tell it from a different perspective. Yeah. So it's the same story, but with filtered with near detail. Oh. There's master storytellers of a yeah. of a people. Well, that's what Finnegan's Wake is. James Joyce Finnegan's Wake is uh-huh. essentially just one story about one peop one family, but they become all these different people throughout Amazing. politics and throughout history, and it's just circles. Yeah. Uh, but my step, he's my dad. He's my stepdad, but I call him dad. He's American. Mm. And he fucking can't stand the small talk and the <laughs> bullshit. <I> can't <laughs> he can't understand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the way people talk over there, he fuck, it fucking kills him. Yeah, not that. Uh, and not that it doesn't kill me. I just I was trying so hard to understand people in pubs. Couldn't, couldn't. Have you been to Scotland? No. Yeah, you don't go because I, I mean, mean I'm Irish, going there next. The, the Irish accent is way easier to understand than oh no than uh, Scottish. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoy that they're trying to bring back the Gaelic, or I thought it was really cool that they were trying to bring back the language too and teaching it. Yeah, I, I have a cousin who lives in a the areas where people speak Irish. It's called the Gaeltacht, mm-hmm. and my cousin he's eight or nine, and he goes to a school. It's they only speak Irish. Yeah. So did you do you remember going to school there growing up? I had two years though. Two years in. Uh, National school, elementary school. Do you think it more affected... Um, so once you moved here, I know that a lot of your early writing was sort of reflecting back on... Not reflecting back, but being new here mm-hmm. more so and adapting mm-hmm. to the cultural differences. Um, I'm trying to shake that still. At this point, I mean, you sound like you're from Greenville. Yeah. You're a whole, no. 
It, not yet. Yeah. But, um... No, no. I, 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 I'm well aware of that. Uh, I've lost a lot of my accent and stuff, but I'm still... Talk- You're easier to understand than you were when I first spoke to you years yeah. ago. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um... But I was, there, I was in Ireland for two weeks, and I came back with an accent. So. Yeah. And when I go back, like, I mean, it, it yeah. comes right back. But, it's uh, just surroundings. I'm still trying to shake off the uh, kind of identity tied to place thing that I've been writing about for the past 10 yeah. years. You're trying to shake it? Yeah. I think I need to move on. And uh, this, this was my first real attempt. It's not all the way. I'm still talking about that stuff, but uh, yeah. I was trying to talk about memory a bit more. I, it's, all, it's all part of your story, I guess. Yeah. So it's hard to completely shake. Yeah. But I, I saw the imagery so much in your writing. Yeah. Um, no American's going to mention a falconry. Mm. Just uh, no Americans gonna do that. Yeah, it's it's just more a thing. Yeah, in Ireland. Yeah. Um. Werner Herzog said uh, a book about there's a book about falconry. He said everyone should read that book. He said he thought it was the best best written book he'd ever read. I have to read it. Yeah, I don't. I, know. I didn't read it. I don't know what it's called. No, I I I'm very interested because I'm still terrified of falcons. Yeah, they're big talons. What do you mean still? Well, I we I tried to do a falconry thing where they, I caught one. Yeah. And then I bailed on it last minute. <laughs> on my birthday, I was like, this is not how I'm... When I'm not was, getting ripped up on my 40th birthday by a falcon. He was trying to land? Uh, I watched other people do it. Yeah. I didn't do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can get them to land on your arm. Yeah, I thought that's what you meant. I thought... Yeah, but I, I watched somebody else do it. Okay. I didn't do it myself. Yeah. But... It's amazing... Uh, I've always thought falconry was pretty amazing. It is pretty amazing. RFK Jr. Uh, is, like, good at that or something. Joe Biden might be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. His his family's from that that area where we did the falconry. Really? Yeah. Go what, Connecticut? No, up in northern, or uh, just oh, south Delaware. of Donegal. Delaware, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, but where uh, his family's all from, south of Donegal. Oh, oh, yeah. Joe Biden's family in Joe Ireland. Joe Biden in Ireland, yeah. Yeah, my uncle was at, you're talking about Ballina and Mayo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my uncle was at that when he was there. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what, uh, we we uh, stayed at a place nearby, so there's still all kinds of Joe Biden stuff. Yeah. Like he had visited. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't figure out why there was a like, 20-foot-tall Joe Biden yeah. thing in a window, so we asked. Well, he was like, my great-great-granddad built this yeah. church. Every, everybody I talked to was, oh, we have family in Raleigh. We have family in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. We have family in Greenville, Charleston. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. It's uh, it's so wild, the connection. Well, the diaspora is just so huge. Yeah. And then a lot of it's... I, I was thinking about this while I was listening earlier, how you're sort of unintentionally carrying on. You're, you you mentioned you're trying to get away from the sense of place, but you've uh, inadvertently carried on this... Um, a lot of the music from, I guess, our late 1800s, early 1900s, and folk songs made its way to northern Greenville County and that part of Appalachia. That's right, yeah. And um, I was just thinking, like, you're the new generation of songwriter yeah. doing that. And there's a book I'm trying to track down with someone from England who came to record all of the folk songs in about like 1880. And they recorded or wrote down with music like um, a couple hundred of them. Roud? Maybe. The guy with the last name Roud. You know, those all those folk song collections. Mm-hmm. Alan Lomax was like the big yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Roud was an Englishman, I think. It might have been. R O U D, and there was an, another one. I can't remember. They uh, there's a good podcast called Fire Draw Near. Have you heard of Lancome? Uh uh-uh. uh They're like the best Irish band in the world at the minute. Okay. Um. He has a podcast where he talks about traditional music and folk songs and uh, L-A-N-K-U-M uh, and it's amazing he, he found, he'd find some obscure recordings of yeah some guy in Appalachia 
singing a song in the late 1800s and it being related to, uh, you know, essentially the same song as some Irish yeah. Irish traveler song. You know yeah. what I mean? We went to a bluegrass night while we were there. Yeah? Yeah. It's the same. The Irish folk music is so similar. Yeah. And the... More drone. The more drone, uh, just... They were covering uh, Gillian Welch yeah. uh, while we were there, yeah. and he actually, he crushed the David Rawlings solo. Really? And I went up to him afterwards, and nobody in the bar, the pub, knew the song or anything. Yeah. And uh, I had said something to him, just like in passing, and he was, he was like, that's going in my journal. <laughs> wow. Uh, just being compared to David Rawlings. Yeah. But I, to me, it, I was halfway across the world and feeling like I'm at home. So oh, it was pretty incredible for me. I bet, yeah. Yeah, do you remember, um, um, of course you do, Ningus Tongas, the best mm-hmm. fucking band to ever come yeah. out of South Carolina. Uh, I think Sam from that band got engaged over there. Oh, really? Recently, yeah, like around the corner from where I've got family living. It's Very cool. Yeah. The one thing that I'm bothered by is that... Um, you have a you have an SEO problem. Problem. What's you, that? You're not the you're. There's another Aaron J Burke, mm. and there's another Aaron Burke. Yeah, I got into a fight with that. Do you? I, I had I figured. Yeah. Because he comes up first on Google. Well, he uh, messaged me on Facebook a few years ago, and he was like, "Hey, would you mind changing your name?" <laughs> um, I was going to suggest you do that to him. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, he was like. Could you change your name because our our shit's getting linked up, you know? Yeah. And I said no. And he said, well, I released my stuff first, so you have to. And uh, I was like, no, you didn't. I did. Yeah. Because <laughs> my first album was out before his fucking first album. I'm not angry about it. I just <laughs> and then uh, he was like, but in the metadata, it's older. And I was like, okay, well, you know, we couldn't <laughs> get into that conversation now. It's not very good, his music. Uh, oh, no, you can tell. He's from Kildare or something. Is Burke uh, that common of a name there? Yeah, it's common. It's very... But that's actually my adopted name. Oh, okay. Yeah, my my uh, my first last name was uh, Faulkner. F-A-U-G-H-N-A-N. Okay. Which is very regional to County Leacham, where we're from. See, you got more streams than me there. He's got 90 streams. What are you talking about? Oh, 20 listeners. Yeah, I got a bit more than that. You got you got more than 20. Yeah. He, he shared that, too. That wouldn't be a pr- statistic I'd be proud of. No, and it's a low-res share. <laughs> he does not care about his aesthetic. Yeah. The Empty Kingdom. The Empty Kingdom. Jesus. Burke, yeah, it's common enough. There's different spellings of it. I think it's related to a uh, Berg. Okay. And Septeburg, there was a, a group of Normans that came over in like the 1100s from, from Brittany, and they were called the Septeburg, and they settled to, mostly in Galway, I think. But, uh, but it's also spelled Burke with an O, B-O-U-R-K-E, but I think that's related to Rourke. I've seen that Rourke. name, yeah. I think that comes from Rourke. Um, tell me about the uh, Young Pierre Jumpers. I love that. Uh, it, can't, it comes from a line in that second song. Mm-hmm. About when I was a kid, we went to uh, Brighton in the south of England. We'd go there a good bit. Uh, Is Brighton on the beach? Yeah. Um, that would be like the closest seaside town to Londoners. South Londoners, anyway, I suppose. Um, and there's a big big pier there. Uh, there's one that burned down right next to it. But like the... The frame of it is still standing. Mm -hmm. So there's like this old used to be pier right next to, you know, Brighton Pier. It's a pretty well-known pier. But we were there when I was a kid and uh, it was just a great day. And I remember seeing these teenagers jump off the pier and it seemed fucking crazy. There's so many good lines in the song. Do you go back and look at your stuff like this? Uh... Or do you like not, uh, not, what you once you've written it? Do you when it's out? Yeah, no, not really. But uh, maybe like before it and the day it comes out, I'll 
really try and take it in and try and remember as much as I can yeah. about it and stuff and look at the lyrics, make sure the lyrics are written perfectly on there as best I can. Do you do you listen to obsessively before the release? Yeah. 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 Hundreds and hundreds of times. And then uh, it, it's it's out and you move on. Yeah, I still fuck with I mean, it every uh, now yeah, and again. But I guess in a different way. Where I mean, you're playing it live at that point. Just a capo down. Yeah. Um, I, every, every now and again, I'll tap into it. I've been listening to it for this practice we're about to do. Yeah. But um, Has it hit you different yet? What? Is it is it fresh to you again yet? No. Yeah. No, I I'm, I'm still still feel like I'm like in the trenches of it. Do you go back and listen to your old stuff and get that fresh perspective yet? I used to do it more than I do now, I think. Yeah. Um, have you learned? Sometimes. Any, have some, you? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sometimes it's too hard. Yeah. To, to bear. You uh, probably switch to more lullabies now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you play for the kids? Yeah, I don't know. I think my, my oldest girl likes. Uh, what is? They put on the other day. She was dancing too. She likes trad, like diddly diddly Irish trad. That'll yeah. get her dancing. And Can. I was listening to uh, Take Omega by Can the other day, and she fucking loved it. You get the beat up. Yeah. 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 Very cool. But yeah, I play for them. Um, Wheels on the Bus, Bye Bye Black Sheep. Moving into the hits. We do this thing now where... Um, trying to teach her more animal sounds so i'll do the snake on the bus oh <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> or the monkey on the bus and it gets pretty funny what's the monkey what's the monkey Ooh, uh. Ooh, uh, uh. Yeah. yeah i had a uh well you brought your guitar mm-hmm. you want to play a song yeah i'll keep talking I don't have anything to say. So the, the show's not until... It's in January, right? Yeah, we have three gigs we're doing in January. And that's Radio Room. Oh, it's, it Ro- is Royal. We're doing Royal. Royal, yeah. Radio and uh, New Brooklyn. Uh, I guess New New Brooklyn. New New Brooklyn. Did it close? It closed, didn't it? Uh, I think they have like a few days left. Like okay. 10 days left, maybe. Yeah. And then it's new moving into the new spot. Yeah. Which um, would be cool. Can you... Where'd that cable go? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think about what I want to do here. So when you switch to... um, You've been uh, noted as a uh, masterful guitar player. Oh, God. Masterful? Who said that? Your bio on Comfort Monk. Oh, oh. You don't get to say that stuff about yourself, I guess. No. Trying to fix this cable here. Yeah, I think it should go, but be fine going behind your guitar. Okay. Uh, go on. Yeah, you're good now. of the 
I swear I'm the lucky person. You know, I get the I get the solo performance. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Um, I had Brandon Jolly on the podcast last time, mm-hmm. and he I don't know if you know him. He's uh, the music director at WSC. Yeah, we've communicated a couple times. Yeah, he's he might be your biggest fan. Yeah, yeah, he called you the best uh, out of South Carolina in the last ten years. Wow, Glass specifically. Glass, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, Jesus, that's high praise. It is high praise. So, I have a poster right here. July 23rd. Do you remember the show at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember um, Sam borrowed someone's drum kit, and it fucked up, and it always happened. People would always try and get us to borrow their shit and yeah. ev- every fucking time. Something would happen, and, and it happened. And we were still playing stuff off accent at that mm-hmm. time. But we actually debuted stretch marks from Wilting and Mauve in the uh, waiting period while we're waiting for another hi-hat stand to come in. Oh, really? We were just fu- we started fucking around on yeah. it before it had been written fully. We just just playing that little uh, da-dink, da-dink, da-dink thing. I remember that show. Yeah, that was a cool place for gigs are they still doing stuff there uh they still do events um, skate shop it's i mean the skate shop's doing great they print a lot of cool t-shirts in there they did a toro ima um like preview party for mm-hmm. his latest release it was really cool yeah they haven't done as many shows but that show it was maybe eight years ago um that's when i met my wife what on the sidewalk out front no way. Yeah. She wow. was smoking a cigarette, and uh, my friend introduced us. So <laughs> That's cool. I put the poster up the other day, and I was like, Leslie, I think that's the night we met outside of Blue Tile. Wow. Yeah. Because I was going home to get a fan because it was hot yeah. at that show. Yeah. And like a huge box fan. Yeah. And I was walking back up with it and met her on the street. Was she carrying a fan as well? No. No. <laughs> uh, she said that I don't. I don't remember this, but she said she offered me a beer later. Yeah, and I declined it. Really? And I'm like, that doesn't sound like me. Yeah. But um, maybe I did. But yeah. uh, I'm I'm trying to piece together that show now. Well, how about that? So uh, I love to have. Uh, I'm glad that you remembered it. Yeah, I remember Davy and the Skanks fucking ripping it. Yeah, I watched them from outside through the window in. Yeah. Because you can see the whole crowd going crazy and hear it just as well. Yeah, they were going ape shit that night. It was, yeah. That was really good. It was a really fun one. We've had some great shows down here, man. Probably our, like some of our best people have always responded to us well down here, I suppose. How old <clears throat> were you when you started sort of playing out in the Greenville scene? Mm, 17. Prime age. Yeah, when... Uh, when I was playing with um, the band before Art Contest. Mm-hmm. Was Art Contest your first band? Dear Sleeper, which Dear Sleeper. is Cole, okay. Cole's kind yeah. of solo project that me and Garrett, I think, okay. both played in. And then we played a few gigs, and then Art Contest yeah. was the main thing. And that's when, that's when we started really just... That was the first time I played And that played popped in, off immediately. Yeah, that, that was the first time I started playing in different towns and stuff. I guess yeah. they were in Clemson at the time, so, and I was in Greensville, so I'd travel up and we'd... It doesn't seem like that long ago. Yeah. But it might for you. Yeah, yeah, it feels like an eternity yeah. ago to me. Yeah. Because I was, I was still in high school. It was very fresh. I, I did two years of high school here. I had to do an extra year when I came. Uh-huh. So I was still in high school while they were in Clemson. Where'd you go to high school? Jail, man. Man, yeah. Um, for Jail two years man. I hated it um, and then uh, around that same time I started playing drums in Sean's band Grey mm-hmm. Spy oh yeah and then I said fuck this I want to do my own thing so you, I, you played with some really amazing musicians yeah I got lucky right out of the bat um, don't know how I got so lucky um, probably that you were uh, Probably had something to do with your personal skill. Yeah, I, do, I was just so... I was desperate to play in a band. I, yeah. I would have done anything. I was so excited. 
Because in Scotland, we did, uh, there was no musicians. I lived in a very small town in Scotland, mm-hmm. and there was no musicians there, really. There was a couple of people. There was, like, one band, I think, but they'd have to go to a different town to play. Yeah. Um, I was fucking desperate, man. And uh, I started playing with Sean when I started working at Guitar Center, because we worked together there. That's right. Yeah. Off of um, Lowham Road. Lawrence Road. Lawrence Road, yeah. But then I... Uh, I was just like, I need to do my own thing. I mean, I never felt like I should be in someone's band. I lo- I loved it at the yeah. time, but then it got to a point where I was like, I need to be doing my own thing. Like, this is... Well, it's like you had art to get out of you. Yeah. Yeah. And then I started doing Ice Cream Social, which was a experimental kind of noise project. I remember the name. I don't remember listening to it as much. Yeah, I played one gig as a... We played one gig as a two-piece. It was me and my friend Austin. And um, and then it was just me doing synthesizer stuff. I, I enjoyed doing it very much. But then, yeah, I wanted to do guitar stuff and then started started doing glass. Who played on the uh, most recent album? Me. I did everything on you that. Did ev- you played drums too? Yeah, other than the end of uh, Flutes of Engagement, the Words of Love, uh-huh. and too much, that part, uh, my friend Ruben played drums i'm loving his new work too oh it's fucking he's, amazing have you been up to his uh his place in campobello where he works hey, i don't know i i i don't know him i've been wanting to have him on the podcast to talk to him because that's uh that's where i'm from like that specific area that he lives he he lives in traveler's rest in tra- oh he lives in tr but he works in campobello okay okay maybe i'm just you, slightly confused i think it's in campobello yeah. okay yeah he lives right. off locust hill road and he had uh i I just been seeing um his records are fucking amazing i mean he he <clears throat> me and him are competitive we're kind of you know healthily we're always fucking sending yeah. each other stuff and y'all are both like the solo putting out yeah, him more than me. Though. I mean, he was the one. He he built his yeah. studio first, and I kind of asked him. So his him. studio is it his house or is yeah okay yeah cool. it's his yeah. basement yeah. very cool yeah I'd seen pictures from his studio it was just super impressive. He had a gig there once. Really, we played a ba- glass played a show in his basement once. Nice, it was, it was fucking pretty crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, his stuff. He's so prolific. He writes so much. He's always he definitely inspires me to to write because he's just always at it. And, very uh, cool yeah his new stuff is so good he's gotten so good at recording yeah so uh, that's why i was mentioning to you when i was listening to your album yesterday i was at one point i just i started listening to the drums mm-hmm. the, the, that's what with each listen i could find something else that i needed to yeah focus on yeah, yeah. they're not great i mean the drum they're very simple i'm not good at drums I thought, yeah uh they're very simple they're like some of them were kind of placeholders and they ended up just being yeah. the final product i think they serve the songs that's all i was trying to do yeah yeah um, I think they do too. Yeah, I need to get uh, Ruben on here to talk about. Yeah, double. This was he had a double album basically. Yeah, yeah. I asked who, who else in South Carolina has put out a double album. Has anyone? No, that you know of? No. There you go. Now they remember. And they're both fucking amazing. I know. I mean, crazy, like so good. I have. Uh, I've only gotten to listen to the, each album a few times. Yeah. It's there's so much music. It's For somebody dance. like me, it's hard to, uh, sometimes you just want to like spend time with music and it's harder. Uh, it's so fleeting in a lot of ways. Yeah. I guess the books can be that way too, or any sort of art, you know? Yeah. I think, um, I think people listen to more podcasts than music now. I know. I try to have a pretty steady mix of. I'm trying to get away from listening to podcasts. Like I don't want to anymore. Uh, I I never really I I got out of them for a long time. This is my diving back into them. Yeah. But I I've said that this is more of a sort of a project to document. Oh wait, I mean I'm not talking about making them. I'm talking about listening to them. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. listening to them. But I I I think that this podcast specifically is meant for the future. Yeah. It's not. It's almost made for people to listen to. When you put out your next album and yeah. want to remember back on this experience cool, in yeah. like five years. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Sort of just document. Yeah. Those small things. Yeah. That's, that's what, uh, that's what's often missing in history is, uh, you, you have these broad paintings of like what things were and revisionist. And then I like 
being able to sort of listen to the mundane things. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Slice of life. Slice of life. Um, yeah, it's been really nice um, since uh, me and Dylan have been working together on this album, reconnecting with those mm-hmm. people because I felt like so disconnected from music people and all that, yeah. you know, because I just haven't been playing out that much or going anywhere. Just family? Yeah, yeah. Just since having the girls, I mean... Uh, yeah, it's been it's just been nice and seeing you again. I mean, it's like you know. Yeah. Uh, I feel like yeah, I just used to bump into people just at shows and stuff more often. So reconnecting has been really cool and made me feel a bit uh, less isolated from it all. Yeah, I'm in the same boat, man. Yeah. I don't talk. This is that was another reason I started this is to catch up with people because yeah. I uh, I kind of just bailed on all of it in 2019. Yeah. Just got burned out. Yeah, yeah. I remember um, I just stopped seeing seeing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I've been I I hate talking about fucking COVID, but it was just yeah. Change stuff added 3 years to everyone's life. I know. I I remember thinking that while it was happening that it was time was going by so slow, mm-hmm. and now it's just a weird blip in time. Very bizarre. It gave you time with your kids though, right? Uh, no. No. I kept working through the whole thing. You I mean, kept it, working. Yeah, it really didn't affect me in that way. I would have loved some time off. But, uh, Maeve wasn't born till last year, so I mean 2020. Okay. So 2020. Yeah. yeah. I have a, I have a fashion question for you. All right. You, uh, the best artists lean into the uniform. And I feel like you're sort of a uniform person. <laughs> is this intentional? Personal vile? Do you mean I just wear the same shit all the time? Uh, in a good way, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah, in a, in, a, in a complimentary way, I do mean that, yeah. Yeah, I hate thinking about what I'm going to wear and all that shit. What so. a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it. So, I mean, yeah, I mostly just wear the same few things. Amy's trying to get me into wearing more different stuff. Uh... Every three or four years, I'll get a new T-shirt that I'll just love, and it'll fit yeah. right, and it'll feel good. So then that, you wear it out. That, that'll be the one. Yeah. And then for a while, I mean, uh, uh, for a while, I thought I should dress up a bit nice for gigs. Mm-hmm. You know, just bu- collared button-up shirt. Yeah. And nice shoes. But now I don't know if I should, if if I want to or not. What's the new phase going to be? I don't know. It sounds like a. You have a stylist, maybe. Yeah, maybe I need one. I'm yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I don't have much more to say about that. <laughs> I don't put a lot of time into. No, I I like to bring it up because it's one of the. Uh, I go to galleries whenever I travel. Yeah. And that's one of the really common themes when you find an artist that they'll wear. The same clothes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I can't remember. It might have been George O'Keefe that said that she didn't want to spend any of her mental capacity thinking about what she's going to wear each day. Good woman. Uh, Because she wanted that to go to art. Yeah. And creating. And I just thought that that was always sort of a really cool thing. Yeah. And then me, I'm like stressing, changing like five times in the morning and end up wearing (laughs) like shorts and a t-shirt. Well, and if they do... um... If they do wear different things, it's like part. It's like a thing. Mm-hmm. It's like part. It's like David Bowie or something. It's like, exactly. Oh, shit, like uh, yeah, it's, it's a, they. They. That's the thing. Is that these artists? They. They're like I have a uniform. Yeah. And hers is, she had a custom, uh, like cut, that she got her tailor to make a bunch of dresses that were all the same. Yeah. It's just a beautiful black dress. It's very. Oh, she Common. had a ton, a ton of them made? Yeah, well, yeah. I think it was part of the time, too, is that you could pick out your pattern. Yeah. And then just, okay, uh, that's my... I like that. That's what I'm wearing. I really like that. And I, I'm kind of... I've always... I want to get into that. Yeah. I want to figure out what my uniform is. Yeah. But I think that's one of the hardest parts for uniform people. Yeah. I but here you are. You just look classy. Oh, okay. Thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even, Maybe it's because my legs folded. 
Ah, that, that's a trick. Yeah, trick. Yeah. It makes you uh, seem just a little bit smarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, what are these uh, practices going to be like? Tell me uh, about the new band for the upcoming shows. Um, Dylan and Cameron from Dear Blanca. Yes. And other projects are playing with me. Mm-hmm. And Brett Nash is playing guitar. And those came together by uh, Dylan, record label. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, Dylan. Collective. Yeah, Comfort Monk. Comfort Monk. Um, Dylan. I asked Dylan if he'd be interested in help me helping me put uh, Young Pure Jumpers out, and I sent it to him, and, and uh, yeah, he, he he's helping me put it out, and I'm very grateful. And he he asked if I was planning on doing any solo shows for it, and I said no. I had no intention. Of playing them live, and I said I don't even know who I'd get to play with me really. And he said, "Well, shit, I could probably play drums." And he just whip, just made it happen. He's he's a miracle worker. He, he's that's what he loves to do. Yeah, making yeah. stuff happen. It's uh, I'm really I can't wait. I mean, uh, yeah, this is our first practice. We're playing next month. It's our first practice. So. It'll be good. Yeah, it's a lot for them to learn, but yeah. they're all really proficient at that. And we, Brett Nash is the unicorn. Yes. Um, it, it's still weird to me that he's in Band of Horses. Yeah. And then he'll do like, oh yeah, I have a tour with Band of Horses. And then he's in every other local band. Yeah, yeah. I'll go to New Brooklyn and he's there playing with a band. That I would not never expect him to play with. Yeah, I don't know how he, I don't know how he does it. I mean, it's just what he wants to do, so he does it. Yeah. Good on him. He's always been that guy. Yeah. Even when we were in high school, we didn't know each other, but we were both in Rock Hill. Okay. I moved to Rock Hill for a few years, uh, and he went to the other high school in Rock Hill, and uh, he booked shows at the CC's Pizza, mm. and <laughs> I went to shows at the CC's Pizza, mm. and they were in like the game room in the back. It was, it was totally Southern yeah. high school kind of stuff. I always forget that Rock Hill is in South Carolina. Yeah. It's just a burb of a Charlotte now. Yeah. It's point. cool. Every time I've gone there, I've had a great time. But Yeah, they got a great little uh, crew doing, yeah. doing things there. Yeah. I think everybody, uh, Greenville seems to be always on the rise yeah. musically. Yeah, there's a good thing happening at the moment there that I don't know anything about, I don't think. There's a, there's a venue called the Melon Barn. Mm-hmm. And I've never been, I don't know much about the bands that play there or anything, but... It seems like they're making some shit happen, which seems cool. Yeah, it seems um, that sort of like gritty southern uh, kind of punk rock. Yeah. Because uh, before, I mean, a few years ago, the bands would ask me who to play with in Greenville, and I, I wouldn't even know what to tell them. Yeah. Because there was only I don't know now. one or two. I The people ask me, and I always will say, like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'll say everybody I know, I don't know. They don't know either. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I that's it, you enjoy it more now, where you get to watch, sort of what like you're a part of something, but you're not in the same time. You're talking about the Greenville music. You scene? specifically, yeah, yeah. Like you were ingrained in it so much. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you're so established that uh, you're just in the realm. You're in the universe. That's, I don't. I don't know about that, but I was so. I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I was I was so busy in it there for a while. Like it was it was too much. Like when I was living with Daniel and booking booking shows at Cabin Floor and all that, mm-hmm. it was it was too much. I, I it was too much. Yeah. Like before we went to Athens, um, I was just too involved with it, and I'm not. I don't think I'm good at booking shows. I'm not good at. Yeah. I'm not good at like coordinating and uh there's honestly i mean there's only a few bands that i really like around here yeah not to be a fucking dick but you yeah. know what i mean it was like it was kind of hard for me to help bands out with shows and stuff that i didn't really care you know what i mean yeah that makes me sound like a fucking asshole but like it was, no it's uh about it. it's a it takes a special kind of person to really donate their time to just because it's a thankless job too yeah, yeah um especially once you uh bust your ass on it for years and then look back 
And then people don't appreciate it for... No. Until it's all gone? No. Uh, it's just sort of how it is. Yeah. What are you drinking there? Uh, just water. It's just water? Greenville water. I hear Greenville has the best tap water. You know that there's a musician from Philly and her uh, Twitter is... Her ex is Greenville tap water. Like the best water or something like that. Really? Yeah. Who is it's like it? a thing. It's a thing in the indie rock world. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they have, apparently they have to uh, uh, dirty it up. It's so clean. They add some minerals and stuff? Yeah. yeah what kind of beer are you drinking these days? Coors Light, uh, Guinness. That's it. That's a, the, a good, like, solid. You I, got your uh, Pilsner and your Stout. Yeah. I like, um, Guinness makes me fat, so I, I don't drink it that much. It's like a chocolate milkshake. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, I love Mexican beer, uh, Modelo. I'll get that if we go to, if eating at a Mexican restaurant you or are, something. You add lime? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I... If we go to a Japanese restaurant, I'll get Sapporo yeah. or Tiger, which is Tiger Jap- Japanese? I don't know. When in Rome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do us a, yeah. I'm a man of culture. So exactly. Yeah. Getting a deep fried. Uh, well, uh, uh, you want to play us one more song? Yeah. <clears throat> you got another one in you? Yeah. <clears throat> we'll do that. I'll let you play us out. Okay. Uh, Thanks for coming on today. Yeah, thanks very much, Dave. It was thanks fun. Thanks for having me, yeah. Do you got anything else that, that I didn't ask that you need to get out of you? Um, just we talked look, about the shows. We talked about Yeah, just now. look out for us in January. We're playing Charleston, Columbia, Greenville, and uh, I've got two other records that are almost done. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Same under your solo? Yeah. Um, Where did you record? I don't think we talked about my that. My house. Oh, you did it all yourself? Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was proud of this one because it was the first like full band arrangement. Yeah, no, that I honestly did thought own. that you were in a. I was gonna. Th- I thought you were gonna say you did in Athens or something. No, no, yeah, yeah I did it on my own. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I've got two albums that are. Uh, I don't want to talk about them right now, but I'm, I'll, I'll yeah. be putting out more stuff next year. But uh, yeah, Young Pure Jumpers is what people should be listening to now. Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll have you on next year then. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks very much. <clears throat> I'll do Troon DeLarm since we were talking about it. Okay. Thank you.
Thank you.